Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. You're talking with Stephen and Alex going over the most fun time. Just kidding. The most fun time of the year is the trade deadline. But this is the second most fun time of the year. Making predictions for the 2022-2023 NBA season. Are you excited, Stephen, and why? I am excited uh, because I think there are like a few teams, quite a few teams are going to have a, a, a really good year, you know, I think so. Good. Yeah. The, 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 the talent pool is just rich with, you know, there's all kinds of teams that could just, they're really good. You know, do you, um, do you think that, there's like a standout team this year, like a team that's just like going to absolutely annihilate everybody. Yeah. Uh, Dallas. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And that's pure, pure Luca and getting a center to play with him. No, it's, it's Luca, but it's also because uh, when they, when Jason Kidd became their coach in the middle of the last season, they suddenly were the best defensive team in the NBA, you know? So was that middle of last season? I thought it was the entire season. He was coached last year. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I asked that is like starting halfway through the year versus starting beginning of last year. I don't remember. Maybe I messed up there, but I just noticed a big difference between I'm pretty sure that, uh, he became the coach last season, but yeah, he definitely um, became it at some point last season. I thought it was, I thought uh, Carlisle had left for Indiana pretty early on. Yeah. And then Jason Kidd came over. But yeah, I think, I think maybe I'm wrong, you know, but like. Anyway, so you think, wait, so actually, let me ask, can I ask a question about this? So when you say they're going to be like an absolutely dominant team, so they're going to like replace the Suns this year, like they're going to be the, get the most wins in the regular season. Well, the Suns are still going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, uh, Dallas is coming, even if people don't see it. This se- coming season, I think they're going to be the best defensive team in the NBA. And then they have shooters sur- to surround uh, Luka Doncic with. And he's such a great passer and, you know, does so many things well. Um him playing with a team that has the best defense in the NBA, I just think it's a it's a great recipe for success for Dallas. I'm interested to see how Spencer Dinwiddie kind of fills in that role for Brunson because I, I don't think it's a huge loss that they lost Brunson. Others would disagree. But yeah. I also don't like look at this team and apart. I don't look at this team and go, oh, I'm totally in love with it. I love Luca. Everyone loves Luca. But after that, I don't see anyone that I'm like, that's the person who can handle the ball. I guess it would have to be Dinwiddie. Like, that's the person who can playmake while Luca's out. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see him as a playmaker. I don't know. He is a playmaker though. Uh since when? He the, the guy can shoot and pass and do all kinds of things. I guess. Uh, the, the stats don't really back that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying he has those like skills down really well. 
He's just more – he has a scorer's mentality and doesn't pass the ball that much, but he can, you know. And he – like, he was injured last season, but even the two seasons before that, one which was the COVID-shortened se- – or the COVID season and then the COVID-shortened season after that, just not – Nothing that I'm like, oh, and he's only getting older. Like, that's always something with players. Like, if yeah, I have but he hasn't, nine years but of he service, that's funny. But he hasn't been in the NBA that long. Nine seasons is, a, is not a long time to you. This is 10th season. Oh, crap. Jeez, yeah. time flies. Yeah, I mean, we're getting older, man. Like, that's I'm telling you, he's 30 years old. Yeah. I like no one should that. be that close in age to me and be relied on in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I just... I just didn't realize it was nine years ago, but wow. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they have enough. I think their defense is going to be the best in the NBA, and Luka Doncic is going to play out of his mind good the way Luka usually does. And I think they're going to uh, be have the most wins of any team in the NBA and win the championship. I'm going to go through this really quick. I don't necessarily want us to spend too much time on this because there's 30 teams. So I don't, uh, I don't want this to turn into this is going to take, this should take no longer than five minutes. And I'm already explaining it too much. I want to run through every single team and we just say better, worse, or the same. I Um, think we did that. We did a similar thing in a previous episode. So Boston Celtics, I'm going to go with the same. Yeah, more for me. They're going to win more. So they're going to be better. Brooklyn, uh, I think better this year. Yeah, I think better also. New York Knicks. Uh, you know, probably the same just because, I mean, they have Julius Randle and, and – uh, you know, RJ Barrett, yeah. but I'm like, going same too. Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they're gonna win more than they did last season. Better probably, probably 60 wins, yeah. Right. Better Toronto Raptors, better, better. Okay, Chicago Bulls, better. I think they're gonna be worse this year. Cleveland Cavaliers, better. Yeah, I agree. Detroit Pistons. Better, but not by much. Yeah, I'm going same. Just to be safe, Indiana Pacers. No, they're gonna be bad. Yeah, worse. Milwaukee Bucks. I'll say the same. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go better. Uh, Atlanta Hawks. Better. I'm going same. Charlotte better. Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. Better. I'm going worse. Miami Heat. Same. Same for me too. Orlando Magic without their rookie sensation playing this year. Oh, wait, no. That was OKC. Never. So erase that. Erase that. That's OKC. Orlando Magic. <laughs> uh, worse. I think slightly better. Washington Wizards. They're a team uh, still? What? Nothing. Better or worse? <laughs> uh, let's see. They won 35 games last season. I have no idea. I think same. I'm going with same. I'm going with a little bit better. Because what I think happened last year is like they came out of the gates like kicking. Like all those people that got traded in the Westbrook deal, like 
just played super well last year. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Denver Nuggets. Better. What'd they win this? I'm going to say just from a wins lost. <clears throat> better. I'm going better. Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, better. Same. Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, better, but not by much. They're not making the playoffs. I'm going to go same. Portland Trailblazers. Probably not very good. I'm saying same as last year. Yeah, probably same. Utah Jazz? This is an easy one. Uh, worse. Worse. Golden State Warriors? And this is just win-loss record, not like they're oh. going to win a championship again. Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Golden State will be better. I think they will, too. I think they're a better team this year. LA Clippers? It's depending on whether Kawhi plays or not, if they improve. I'm going better on that one. Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, they're going to suck. I'm going same as last year. Breaks my heart, but they're going to be just breaking even. Uh, Phoenix Suns. They're going to probably win somewhere close to 60 games and be awesome. What with having Chris Paul, all the people they have, they actually have a really talented team. I think I'm going to go with worse, but not just from like a win. Like, cause they won a ton of games last year. So it's so easy mine, to say worse, so mine, but like mine's like, I actually think they're going to be a worse team this year. Like that, that I don't know how they're going to come back from getting their butts kicked against the Mavericks. Aiton, not even though he got resigned, not really wanted to be there. The Sarver stuff, all that's going on right there, not being a distraction or questions all the time. I think it's going to be, I think we, the Suns missed their window as they say. No, I think the Suns are still going to be a great team. I'll be surprised if they don't win 60 games. Really? I, I think it's definitely if the mid-50s, if not low-50s. Like, I think it's going to be a significant step back. Sacramento Kings? No, I don't. I don't because of the kind of talent that Chris Paul has surrounding him. Uh, they, they're going to be awesome. Sacramento so. Kings? Better. By 15 wins, I already said that in the previous Better episode. for me, too. Dallas? I expect them to win 45 games, the Kings. Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, 65 wins are better. They're going to be better. I'm going to say same. Houston Rockets? Uh, about the same. Same for me. Memphis Grizzlies? More. Better. I think they'll be better. New Orleans? Better. I think I'm going to also say better there. San Antonio Spurs. They were bad last year. Same. I'm going to go with same. So I like doing this exercise because one thing I love about you, Steven, ever the optimist, ever the optimist, but also you said better for a majority of the teams, which is impossible. Like it's impossible for every single team to get better. (laughs) But I also think it's a good indicator of, how you view the talent of the league, which is a, a way that I feel I view it, that it's and like so putting, nobody's putting an exact number on how much they're gonna win. It's all guesses, you know. Well, yeah, but like so I could say they're a team's gonna do better, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna make the playoffs or anything, just that they're gonna improve, you know. But still, not every like there's only a, a there's a finite number of wins. <laughs> 
I know. know. Every team can only win up to 82 regular season games. So there's 2,460 wins, and I think that you might be over that number if we did give exact numbers. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, you know, doing off the top of my head. So I'm just... uh, But I really enjoyed that exercise, and once again, because of your optimism, because I also agree with that optimism that it's going to be a really fun year in terms of there being unexpected things like whatever i mean i whatever you're looking for i don't i didn't sit around doing the exact math to make sure everything you know to make sure i didn't make any mistakes i'm doing this rap like rapid fire and just thinking off the top of my head so you know in my defense uh it's much more difficult to um you know it's actually uh like pretty difficult to uh predict the team's record or anything you know so okay you never know so looking at the season coming up let's run through each of us gets to choose two teams that we talk about and why we are excited for them this season all right I will go first with probably the most boring decision. I'm going to go with the Warriors. And it's because they lost Gary Payton, the second. And they lost Otto Porter Jr. And they, in theory, replaced them with Dante DiVincenzo. (laughs) But also they have Jonathan Kaminga. Sorry, I forgot. I, I, I was making a point. What, what do you have to say? <laughs> I said, DiVincenzo is actually pretty darn good. So they replace it with DiVincenzo, but then they also have Kaminga. And if Wiseman can stay healthy and look like he was looking during preseason. I really like Kaminga, by the way. Very excited to watch this team. They have Clay for the entire year. Maybe he's been able to shake off some of those cobwebs that he's he had at the end of last year. He had some bright moments, but I'd say overall, not the clay we remember. Steph, I think, is going to be on a rampage this year. Now he's been vindicated with the MVP of the finals and is kind of just going to be like, I want to do this again. I want to get a second one. Get That'll give me my five championships, which puts you on a totally different level for total number of championships, plus getting that second MVP will put him equal to the number that Kevin Durant has. And Steph will be in the MVP race. Anybody who doesn't see that he'll be in the league MVP race, like, come on, he's going to be. So I think this is just going to be one of those teams that I know that they have some of that drama going on with, uh, with Draymond, but they have already shared the court again since the practice incident where Draymond punched Jordan Poole because that's Draymond. Jordan Poole is going to get better. He just got his, like, there's not going to be those looming contracts except for Draymond's because Andrew just signed the extension and Jordan Poole signed the extension. So I think yeah. they have the makings of just, uh, all right, we can just go to business and go to work. And they all seem to be pretty stoked upon, uh, like, apart from the thing that happened with Draymond, like the management doesn't really care that they're going to be paying a luxury tax. So that's exciting. So my yeah, team well, to watch this know, year, the Warriors, as you know, you, it is you know, every year. The Warriors have a shitload of money. They probably don't care 
you know, at all about, uh, you know, having to pay a luxury tax or any of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm I'm sure they're perfectly fine spending as much money as they need to, because they're one of the most profitable. Like they're they're a very successful franchise. They've made a lot of money. You know. Yes, they have. Who? What? What team you got? What team are you excited to watch this year? Dallas. Why? So all the reasons you already said. Well, yeah, Luca is a great all-around player. Um, uh, for the most part, he's a he's a fantastic all-around player. He's one of the best, if not the best, passer in the NBA. Uh, he's got that passing gift, you know, that LeBron and and Chris Paul have, and a lot of you know people, players of yesteryear, you know, who have. Uh, all the great passers, Doncic has to be mentioned with those guys as a passer. Then he can rebound. He can handle the ball really well. He can do all kinds of stuff. Not a great shooter, but a streaky shooter, you know? And then you put that guy, uh, and he's like six foot seven, six foot eight. You put that guy on a team that I think is going to have the best defense in the NBA next season. I mean, they're going to make... You think Dallas is? Yes. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Because when Jason Kidd became their coach, their defense drastically improved. So I expect them to have the best defense in the NBA. And with having Doncic, they are, you know, at plus the, the best defense in the NBA. They're going to be strong championship contenders, and I picked them to win the championship. Ooh, you're already getting into predictions. That okay? Getting deep into your predictions, I like it. I uh, my, I'll just be honest. Just a real quick thing on Dallas. Like, I don't see it. They don't have. <laughs> like, I do feel like you need at least two two all-stars on your team. And I don't see the second all-star. I guess you could say Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, I don't see, I don't see any other all-stars on their team. And uh, as we saw, Luca can't carry them against, and the West is only better this year. The yeah. West is only better. So they're going to get beaten up even more during the regular season. If people can stay healthy, Clippers are going to be stronger. Memphis is going to be stronger. I just don't. There's just so many good teams in the West that I don't see this meteoric rise for them. It's going to be and a I good under, season. I understand what you're saying, but Luka Doncic is arguably the single best player in the NBA. Or, you know, you can make a case for him. And then uh, when you add to that a team that I think is going to have uh, the best defense in the NBA, um, you know, they're going to uh, I think what I said is uh, not crazy, you know, like, and it has to me, like, because they have such great defense, they can have one all-star guy that is as badass as Luka Doncic and then surround him with shooters that play defense and they can contend for a championship. Like any team can do that. Like uh, this, there there are examples of that. But like, 
that's just that's why I think that because last season with Jason Kidd as the coach, their defense drastically improved compared to uh, them being uh, a lot lower on the on the list of who who are the best defensive teams when Carlisle coached. Jason Kidd came in and turned that whole thing around, and they became a very, very good defensive team. So I expect them to have the best defense in the league uh, next year. Yeah, Luka's going to have to do a lot, but, you know, he he makes the game look so easy. He makes it look easy. He makes it look simple. So let me just do some historic stuff for you real quick. In NBA history, there are... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven times where a team has won the NBA championship with only one all star player on the team. However, there has never been an NBA champion where they haven't had other all stars on their team. So LeBron James in 2016, Kevin Love, uh, Tony Parker in 2014 had Tim Duncan, who had won previous things before. Um, Jason Kidd for the 2011 Dallas Mavericks uh, with Dirk Nowitzki. Um, So the reason that I'm saying that is it would be historic for this Dallas team to win a championship if no Dallas Mavericks joined the All-Star team this year because I'm looking at their roster and I don't think there's any All-Stars except for Luka ever. Well, personally, like I don't give a crap how many all-stars they have on their team. Don uh, historically you should care because no, I, even I the best, even I the best player of all time only did it one time. That was 1998 Michael Jordan, but he still had Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, who had been all-stars previously. And like, this would be the first time in NBA my... history ever. Well, you know, I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, I, I think this, I, I think this should be your whatchamacallit. This should be like your, um, Oh, what's that word? Like your radical prediction for the year? Yeah, because that's this is a radical prediction. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think so. I think they're going to have the best defense in the NBA next season. And then they have fucking badass Luka. So, like, they're going to be fine. They're going to, I think, have the best record in the league, 60-plus wins, and win the championship. Can you name five play- or six players on their team? Without uh, looking it up. See. So you got Luca. Yeah. I mean, I probably could. Uh, let's see here. Um, so Bert, Davis Bertans. Two. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Three. Who I really like. Um, and... Uh, I mean, I'm just saying it's a very, it's not, it's not honestly not a great team. <laughs> like, like, yeah, but apart from Luca, like, I have, like, I, I, the more I'm looking at this, I'm actually thinking they're going to be worse this year than they were I last think, year. I think, yeah, but I, I think them having the top defense in the NBA plus having Luca as great as he plays, they're going to be a serious championship contender and I expect them to win the whole thing. So really quick for listeners at home, what I want to explain is there have been however many times I said 11 times where a team has won the championship with only one all-star named that season. 
but in history, there's never been a championship team that hasn't had multiple all-stars on their team. How they got that all-star pick just varied year to year. Kind of the example I gave of LeBron James 2016. Kevin Love had made an all-star game prior to that. Um, that's, that's I honestly I mean. don't give a crap about who made an all-star team and who didn't in this case because um, so you don't care about in, history and in analytics this, in, in this case I don't because uh, I just have a good feeling about them that they're gonna be serious contenders and win the championship they're I think gonna have the best defense in the league next season which is this coming season which I have said repeatedly, and uh, and they have Luka Doncic, who is an amazing player and makes everybody better. I'm going to parlay. So, I'm going to parlay yours and say Dallas Mavericks will not make it past the second round of the playoffs this year. All right. Well, I'm still sticking to my guns and saying they're going to win the championship. I mean, and, you're and, just talking to the and, guy who and, predicted and, the the champion for last year, uh, Alex Skinner. See you later. And okay, not only are they going to win the championship, they're going to have the best defense in the NBA. Uh, Okie dokie. So the other team that I'm excited for the Memphis Grizzlies, young. Yeah, hungry maybe. and angry. I think that is a really, really good combination to have <laughs> heading into heading into a season. They oh, want to yeah. win so, so bad that I think they're just going to do a, a dandy old time. Um, I don't really have any predictions for them. Like, are they going to win the championship? No, I think they did lose uh, some players that were helpful to them last year, but I like their, they got a lot of dog in them and that's, I'm always pro dog. Yeah. Um, I, I don't listen to a lot of the talking heads on television that, you know, on ESPN or whatever. I don't really like, I have my opinion. Uh, and I realized that a lot of people on TV are just shock jocks, you know, trying to, trying to get people to watch their show or whatever. But, like, I don't care what anybody's opinion is of a, about, you know, what I think is going to happen or whatever. Because Well, then why do we do a podcast? It's supposed to be entertaining, Stephen. No, well, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Keep going, keep going, keep going. What I, I'm talking about, the talking heads, the, the, the people on TV that, that uh, you know, the sky is always falling and uh, like, I just, I have my, what I'm trying to say is I have my opinions about things and how, what I think about things. And if I happen to agree with somebody on TV, then I do, but I don't care if everybody says Dallas isn't going to win the championship or that they're not going to be the de best defensive team in the league. That's what I think. That's how I approach it. You know? Well, who, who is your What's your other team that you're excited for this season? The other team, Cleveland. Cleveland. Well, wait. Yeah. Yeah, I like Min that. Minnesota, too, you know. Oh, the two jazz teams. <laughs> Minnesota is going to be really good, too. 
I don't see it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I don't see it, man. Like, like also it's always really hard when like it's when we use words that like mean different things. Like you say really good, I think top four teams, but like really good to you might just mean they're gonna compete. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, uh, and, and I feel I, like half of the half of our podcasts are usually arguing semantics. So I don't necessarily want to do that right now, but just something something that's like I always already, hard in conversations like this. I already put out there what I think Minnesota, how many wins I think Minnesota is going to win exactly. 55, we have a bet on it. And I'm hoping that they win 55. You and I have a bet on it? Yeah. Okay. What do we what we bet? Money? Yeah. Okay. Hundred a hundred bucks if I get it right on right on the money with the with the wins and losses. I'll give you if you get exactly fifty five, I'll give you more money than that, dude. If you get exactly fifty five, that'd be really impressive. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. So so let's say two hundred. I'll I give you two hundred two hundred dollars if you get it right on fifty five. That's great. So and then yeah, if you do, and then if you don't get it, like you only owe me 20. That seems fair, right? Like that's a really, doesn't that seem fair? I thought we agreed that if it didn't get exactly on the number for either of us, it would, but we got close. We would have bragging rights. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That works too. Uh, Let's see. Do you want to know what my number was? I guess I have to listen back to the podcast. (laughs) What? I don't remember what number I said, but I'll, I'll go back and look at it. Um, yeah, uh, I, this I, is don't a, think, I don't think you said a specific number. number, but you didn't agree with me that they were going to win that many games. That's why I made the bet. Like, now that I see Bryn Forbes, I'm a little nervous. They got Bryn Forbes in the offseason? How'd that happen? How'd they, how'd they get Bryn Forbes? I don't know. I love Bryn Forbes. Oh, no. That's sad. Who did? Minnesota? Yeah. Like Bryn Forbes is a really good role player. He doesn't have yeah. like amazing stats, but it's just like, oh, he can yeah. shoot. He can shoot really well. We can, de- we can depend on you to not make mistakes. Uh, okay, so let's hop into our predictions for the year. Let's start with what I consider the least important, which is rookie of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who's gonna win that, so I'm not even gonna attempt to come up with something. I have no idea. Well, you have the the school of thought that is who's like on a team where they can get a lot of reps because they aren't like the most because they're the most important person on the team. Yeah. And I forget who that was. Rookies 2022 NBA. You know, making it. Uh, I don't like any of these people, actually, as I'm looking at them. I just I don't know about who's coming in, you know. I don't like mm-mm. I'm looking at these and I'm not not enjoying it really hmm. yeah let's let's get because like it's probably gonna be one of the top four dudes. So you you got Paulo, Jabari, Chet's not gonna be played this season. Yeah, Keegan. You know what? Uh, I think Keegan's on the Kings, though, and I have a feeling other player. I'm going with Paulo. Okay, I I don't know anything about the incoming yeah. rookies. 
Then, oh, I'm not even going to attempt that. I'm sorry. Next question. Sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year. Let's see. Uh, it's not as cut and dry this year. I think we had like Conley last year. Ooh, I know who. I know who. I got it. It's going to be. I'm an idiot. It's going to be Jordan Clark. Yep. Oh. Oh. Jordan Poole. I'm going with a different Jordan. Going with Jordan Poole. Okay. Jordan Clarkson for me. Jordan Clarkson. Is he still on the Jazz? It doesn't matter where he is. He's great coming off the bench. Well, no, but like, what if he starts? (laughs) No, I don't think he's going to. I think he, everyone knows that he's, he's best when he comes off the bench. All right. Jordan Poole. Next defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think it's going to be him too. Let me think. Let me think this through really quick. Rudy Gobert, who's coming back? Ooh, you know what? I think he's going to, I'm going to go uh, sleeper pick Evan Mobley. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Evan Mobley is a great defensive big. Yeah. I think that could, I don't think that people want to give Rudy Gobert awards anymore. I know. the only reason I'm against it. But I, I am, I think like Bill Simmons with this stuff. He, he says in his book, The Book of Basketball, he makes the point that it doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter if a guy, if, I agree. if a player gets nominated for like league MVP or whatever it is, gets some award, it, it shouldn't matter if they get it 10 times. If they're the person that should get that award above everybody else, they should get the award. And the only reason Jordan has five league MVPs instead of probably seven or eight is because people got tired of voting for him for a league MVP, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but really he should have like eight league MVPs, you know, they really, why don't they do this? They should have a, just a completely different award ceremony for like the playoffs, because what happens is with someone like him, he gets the playoffs held against him for, what everyone knows and sure that what is a regular season award, which I think is not justified. Like it's justified that he does not win defensive player of the year for the playoffs. Cause he sucks. He's useless. He's useless in the playoffs. Well, how many, how many series did they, they win because of him? Maybe one, like he's, he's not good in the playoffs, but he is absolutely stellar during the season. So I agree. He should, he probably should have won it last year. Probably should win it every single year, man. Yeah, I got him winning it. So MVP. League MVP. Uh let's see. The league MVP. Uh I'll go with. Oh, I'll go with Luca. Hmm. I could see him because of how crappy that team is, him getting a lot of stats. That I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding, Stephen. Um, but I could see that's a good prediction. I I think there's gonna be a lot of anger from a couple of players this year. The th- like anger, like the most positive sense of the word, whatever anger that means. That fuels them, yeah. That fuels them. them. Yeah. Giannis. Uh-huh. Steph Curry 
Yeah. Ja Morant. Yeah. So I have to choose one, but that would be like my three-headed dragon. Like those would be, I would almost guarantee one of those three wins it this year. Yeah. But if I was going to go with how people vote, I think Steph is one really great season away of regular season play of getting it. The voters love Steph Curry. Everyone loves Steph Curry. It's really his poor performance to lose. The, uh, if, if I was a betting man. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I know that Steph's going to be in the conversation. Uh, maybe Embiid, maybe Jokic, but Doncic is going to win it. Yeah, Doncic is getting league MVP. I, think. I don't see a whole lot for Embiid this year, nor do I see anything for Jokic just because their teams oh, are better this year. And don't and I don't want to forget John Morant either. He's totally in that conversation. Man, it's gonna be a fun, fun NBA season. Okay. Next, who are who's your East champion and who is your West champion to and then who will win the finals? Okay. Boston is my East champion. Uh even with the turmoil, you think that they'll yeah. just bounce back fine. Boston will be fine. I've got Boston as Boston coming out of the East and going to the finals. And then I got Dallas coming out of the West and going to the finals. And I got Dallas winning it. Do you know what my only concern is? And this is going to be weird. My only concern with the Celtics, actually, do you, could you guess what my concern with the, it's a player. I'll give you that. My only concern is one player on their team. Let's see. I can't, I, I can't think of it. Al Horford. I think we saw the best that we're going to get from Al Horford. And like, he willed them so many times in so many games last year. And I think Jason Tatum and, and uh, Jalen yeah, but- Brown can definitely improve and everything like that. But he was integral to all of the success that they saw. And they, sh- they're an injury not happening away from not even making it to the finals. Yeah. But if I I, st- I do think that everyone is going to get better, and if Al Horford stays the same, I think that's a smart a smart bet having them as the Eastern Conference champions again. Well, I think that's about all you can expect from Al Horford physically. Is can he stay like um, like because he's older and stuff? As long as I don't think he's ever going to be a bad basketball player. Yeah. Like he knows. You can tell he's the kind of player that's a smart player that actually knows how to play the game, you know, and not just getting by on his uh, athletic ability. So I think he's the guy that when he gets old, he'll be, as Steve Nash puts it, the 50-year-old guy at the YMCA, you know, kicking all the youngsters' butts. That's what... Al Horford is going to be until he retires, I think. My picks for East and West will be the Bucks of Milwaukee versus the Golden State Warriors. Oh, that'd be fun. I I just think there's too much firepower on the Warriors to be stopped by any amazing defensive team. Their team is only better this year. And the only team that kind of came close 
was the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies are slightly worse offensively this year than they were last. And then Steven Adams, one of their more important defensive players who didn't really play in the series against the Warriors last year anyways, is just getting older. And I, he's, I love Steven Adams. He's one of my favorite basketball players, but declines happen. Big men, it happens a lot faster, it seems like, than, uh, you know, uh-huh. those six four to six eight dudes. Uh-huh. Um, and then I have the Warriors winning, repeating, back-to-back, Steph Curry getting his second NBA Finals MVP, which will then lead to Draymond Green leaving the team the following year and breaking up the the original trio that the Warriors had. So that's what I got. Uh-huh. Um, the only concern I have with the, if I'm being honest with the bucks is their team didn't get that much better this off season. I totally disagree. Oh, wait, wait, you're talking about the bucks, not Celtics. Okay. Yeah. The bucks. I feel like the bucks didn't get that much better, but just having Chris Middleton not be injured, I think is a huge win for them. And they're pretty Giannis is the only player that I fear at a singular level in the NBA where it's like, you could have nothing around you and he would find a way to make, he would find a way to win. He needs like he did against the Suns. (laughs) He needs like seriously good shooters around him. If he doesn't have shooters around him that he can pass to guys that can space the floor and shoot, you know, if he doesn't have that, um, he becomes a lot easier to to stop to defend, you know, uh, because all you have to do, if that's the case, is pack the paint. And if he can't get to the basket very easily, he's not going to win a lot of games, you know. Which... So, so you have to, so you have to put shooters around, uh, around Giannis. You know, or you're not going to be successful, I think. Hmm. Long-term success, yes. I think he has proven that he can single-handedly win games just driving into the paint. Well, but I think him having the shooters he has around him opens Helps. up the, yeah. the lane. Fair. It opens up the lane for him. That's why they designed the team the way they did, I think. Because they know that he's a great slasher who finishes great at the rim and everything. And having a bunch of guys around him that can space the floor and shoot the ball, like that frees up space for him to do what he does best, which is uh, get into the paint and finish, you know. Which leads into, it doesn't really lead into, but if you say it leads into, it does. Our bold predictions for 2022-2023. And I've thought about this a lot. I'm not sure it's a bold prediction. But with the team that they have, I think that it is. The Nets. Ah, I hate that they ha- I love the play-in tournament, but it complicates predictions like this. The next the Nets will be a seventh seed or below. They will play in and they will play in the play-in tournament. But I think that they're actually going to be a nine or 10 seed and still make the playoffs, but they shouldn't have. Cause what I was going to say was the nets will not make the playoffs this year, but I forget with the play in tournament that it's anyone from seven to 10s game. Um, so I think I'm just going to say that they will be a ninth or 10th seed this year. Yeah. 
Is that bold? Is that bold? I mean, I guess. Um, because, you know, I I think they are one of the better teams in the NBA. Certainly one of the more talented teams in the NBA. So that's pretty bold. Let's see. Um, my bold prediction. Uh, Washington wins 40 games at least. Hmm. Bold? Yeah. All they have is Bradley Beal, you know. But wait a second. All right, I'll pick something else. Wait, no, let me just look at what their wins loss were last year. No, no, no. Here's here's my bold prediction, okay? Here's my bold prediction. The Lakers play in the play-in tournament. Oh, they played the play-in tournament the last two years. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. Cause like I actually I, I, I more like your Washington I more like your 40 wins for the Wizards. Yeah, but it, it's still it's still not not that bold. It's I six more wins this year than they had I'm last not, year. I'm not gonna uh I just how about I don't know. I don't know, you know. Yeah, or maybe I just don't have a bold prediction. That's fine. You don't have to have a bold prediction. Mm. Mm. Wizards thirty four. Oh, gonna go Wizards prediction. under thirty four wins this year. My bold prediction will be one that I said in the recent uh, episode we did. Uh, I'll say it again: Minnesota wins fifty five games. That's a fair. I do think that's a bold prediction. I like that, um, but. I think to make it bold, we can even go like give or take five games. Cause I think they're going to be under 50. So essentially that gives you as long as they're in that range of 50 and above you win. All right. All right. We can do that. But, But the, the thing with the money is I have to get it right on it. Right. Oh yeah. For our bet, you have to get 55. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. But yeah, that's my bold prediction. The Timberwolves win 55 games. Man, who's on their team? Gobert, Towns, Edwards, I guess Russell, if you want to say Russell. Towns isn't there anymore, I think. Carl Anthony Towns isn't on the the Timberwolves anymore? Didn't he go to... No, no, no. Carl Anthony Towns is like 100% still on the Timberwolves. Like, I'm a hundred percent sure yeah i know that's pretty big news i feel like i would have heard yeah. that if you went somewhere else yeah 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 he's still on the he's still on the wolves well yeah uh i i think they're gonna he's gonna have to move to like power forward then yeah which i guess spread the floor that might kind of work no, pretty well with gobert he can he can he can shoot really well yeah. for a big guy yeah, it's kind of great for Gobert, like having a power forward that's a three-point shooter. So they took care of their problem because they didn't really have a great uh, uh, rim protector player at the rim. You know, uh, Towns is not that good a defensive player, but they got Gobert, and he can clean up a lot of people's mistakes. Basically, playing. What reminds me of watching like a great goalie in hockey, you know, Mm. like 
them getting Gobert is going to be really fun to watch because he's just going to lock down that paint. And I think it's going to be very hard to score at the basket against Minnesota. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I got my NBA league passed all set up and ready to go pump to watch this season because the NBA just gets better and better ever since whatever happened. What happened? Whenever Kevin Durant left the Warriors, the NBA just got better. So yeah, I love it because Kevin Durant took some of the joy out of uh, watching the NBA for a lot of people. And I was a, I was very angry and like being kind of a baby because uh, he left and went to the Warriors. And I was just like, I was mad because of how talented he is and was at the time that he went to a team that was already so good, you know? Yeah. Well, Steven, but, I'm, for, but I'm over it. I'm over it. Sounds you know? like it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. And then next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Give us one more chance to change your mind.